here's what I wrote to myself as his topic. Read Josh his tweet, pause, and ask, so are you going to apologize or... Grilled cheese sandwiches. Okay, so I got a loaf of bread and I made a grilled cheese sandwich with the loaf of bread and it was the best fucking grilled cheese sandwich I had ever had in my life. Like with the entire loaf? That's a lot of sandwich. Real big. (laughs) It's like it's it's like a Big Mac, but like times ten. It's like a Dagwood grilled cheese. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I and I was what like, what was this bread? And what was this cheese? What was the secret? Right. So the cheese is just a standard. Well, I just ass, want the basic facts first. Standard ass Tillamook sharp cheddar. I mean, okay, that's. I mean, but there's no just standard ass. Okay, so it's a it's a sharp cheddar. Okay, yeah, sharp cheddar. Uh, buttered the bread, toasted it just so there's a little bit of like crystalline crunch butter in a toaster on a on a pan? on a in a frying pan. Okay, butter side down to like caramelize or or, or, yeah, or it turn, you, you can get this kind of crystallization of the butter right on the thing so there's just that like almost like you know when you go to sizzler and you get that like steak toast or whatever the fuck where there was like that crunchy sure, yeah. rim on the top edge yeah. but the bread was hawaiian bread Ooh, and i think that that was the secret that's nice it's a nice like spongy a, white little sweet it's, yeah it's really really fluffy and it has a touch of sweetness to it well now when you're when you're toasting it you might be getting a little bit of actual caramelization of the you might the actually bread, get and be drawing some of the sugars out of it yeah um and i was like i gotta fucking tell somebody about this. This is so, good. <laughs> so i pulled out my phone and i wrote it down and now i've done my civic duty so I'm going to I'm going to say like a couple slices of tomato works in there if you have them and you want them in there or you don't even have to toma- the to- fucking yeah. bread toasting it just the right amount at just the right temperature and getting that caramelization on the outside. Fucking hell. That was a good grilled cheese sandwich over a year ago. I ate that grilled cheese sandwich and I'm You're still, still amped on it's, about it. It's you know, it, and it's it's good. It's good to know. And I uh, there, there's a food cart nearby mm-hmm. uh, at the beer bus down Lombard um, that uh, that does it's funny the name of the card is chowda and i've had like clam chowder from them a couple times mm-hmm. but by the time that opened up i had started to realize i was lactose intolerant so i don't really eat very much clam chowder um but they also make grilled it's like cheese. all milk yeah yeah just yeah, gives you the cream. gives you the poops. cream yeah it gives you the gives okay. you the gives you the big old poops okay well <laughs> so no the, yeah I'm say it again <laughs> not big old actually it's, it's okay, the opposite of exactly basically. the part i wanted to <laughs> this get is what, into this is what people have been hungering for <laughs> but yeah no they make they make really good grilled cheese okay um like and they make well they make it, i think that might be a problem too if you're lactose intolerant is it not ah, cheese doesn't give me as much of a problem okay if i don't fuck around too crazy with it it's okay. okay especially especially like not super soft cheeses like if i eat a bunch of like ricotta it's not a great idea okay but uh but like but american cheese it's barely cheese and that's the beautiful thing and american cheese i will say it is the grilled cheese cheese like you can make grilled cheese mm. with all sorts of cheese and they can be delicious i've had mm. very very good deluxe grilled cheeses with a variety of cheeses and, and all sorts of stuff can be good. Like Havarti can be good. You can get some, you can go full on, get some brie in there, but like mm-hmm. cheddar's good. Swiss is good. Provolone's good. What's the fancy one that people use in their mac and cheese instead of cheddar? Oh, I don't it's know. It's really good. Might Don't be Havarti. <laughs> I don't think it's Havarti. Uh, 
Havarti wouldn't have much bite. Like it'd be good, but it wouldn't have much bite. It's like some fucking good ass cheese that yeah. I should really know. There's the a lot of really good cheese. We'll we'll do a yeah. cheese episode sometime. Okay, where instead of like beer, we'll just eat cheese until we die. I like it. Um, I'm ready. But, but but American cheese is like take me cheeses. It's uh very nice. Uh, it's 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 a glue cheese, and that's the thing about American cheese. cheese. It melts so good. Mm-hmm. It melts so good, and it creates this almost like yeah, polymer it mel- it connection. Melts if you look at it, angrily. it's like yeah. it's like it's like it's like a welding it's like solder it's yeah. solder for your bread right and it just glues it all together and it creates such a wonderful melty gluey texture mm. i realize this probably comes down to like whether or not you're on board with what i'm saying comes down to whether or not you like the idea of someone saying you should eat this it's gluey <laughs> but if if that's not a showstopper for you like american cheese like american cheese white bread or maybe a mild sourdough and and the butter treatment you're talking about, mm-hmm. and maybe if you want to get fancy, throw in like some thin sliced ham, and that's that's a fucking oh, that's the grilled cheese. That's the canonical. That's that's the thing about American. Is it like it stays gluey even as it cools? Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, cheddar cheese. If it like when it's when it's hot right, and it's melty, made in, it's like great. A petroleum factory or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a there's a way to do a good ass toasted sandwich on wheat bread for fucking well sure. yeah no 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 uh, yeah you know you can do it you and can like do it. you know get the right cheese and some turkey and just fucking grill yeah. that whole motherfucker up no together it, it, it can totally good. be done I've had like a perfectly good grilled cheese on wheat it's doable yeah but, but I think that if you're getting ham if you're fucking around with ham then you probably do want to go to American cheese. But with or without the ham, with cheddar or American, you think Hawaiian ham, bread works you, all You think all ham all v those. turkey is a big decider in the composition of the rest of the grilled yeah, cheese? Yeah, absolutely. See, I just kind of like ham better than turkey, period. Okay. Like, I'll put up with turkey. I, I can enjoy some turkey. Smoked turkey, more on board with. Smoked turkey? Yeah, get, we'll get the thin slice smoked turkey. Here's what you want to do. With the turkey thing, <laughs> He's right? setting the phone down, okay. folks. <laughs> He's in the, both hands are remoting. Okay, you get one piece of bread. You get the cheese. He's holding two hands flat out, which is confusing when he's saying one piece of bread. Well, the cheese, my other hand is the cheese. Oh, okay, okay. And then upon the cheese, you put the turkey. Okay. Now you have an open-faced, untoasted turkey sandwich. Sure. You warm up the butter in the skillet. You toast the bread side and let that heat seep into the cheese a little bit. Sure. Then you flip that whole thing and toast directly upside down without the top bread and toast the fucking turkey oh, okay. right on the I, skillet I, see, I was, I was about, with the butter. I was I was so ready to like literally mock you for saying oh and then you turn it over and do it the other side this no, is your big revolution. You don't but put no, the top bread on you just you, toast you, you, you it saute, right. You saute that fucking turkey. Yeah okay. and, you, and, then, you, and, then the, and then the cheese melts the rest of the way and you know in the okay. meantime next to it you toast what will, will become the top bread. That's a little bit of something. Okay. And now you take it all off and if you want to throw some mayo, throw some lettuce, whatever now uh, tomato, something you don't want to I don't grill see, you just throw it in right before you assemble it but i don't You've see got why a you fucking good sandwich and that's wheat bread but that i you don't want to use for that. i don't understand why you can do the same thing with ham you probably could like you ham sautés up nice it just wouldn't be Canadian bacon's basically you wouldn't just want to do it ham. on a wheat bread in that scenario though well, and i'm but, trying to give you a that, recipe that, that you can see, use a wheat is, bread with. this is a wheat bread problem not a ham problem it's what you're, you're saying yeah. look well, no my problem with ham is you probably don't want to fuck around with cheddar just go straight to american if you're going to use ham well yeah because a ham and a ham and american cheese is like the perfect they go together cheese. for sure yeah, yeah you'd also get rid of the ham and just have a perfect grilled cheese okay so i'm working at ohsu I'm working in this uh, psychologist's lab where I'm having old people do very boring perception tests in the dark and trying not to fall asleep during them. And there's a cafeteria there. This is not a very good story. There's a cafeteria, I know. But I go to that cafeteria and get some lunch and I order like uh, grilled cheese with ham. And it's like 
fucking revelatory because this is the first time I've had like the good grilled cheese. Like after this childhood of these mm. mild cheddar on wheat with tomato soup things that I was not super into, I go and have this sandwich and it's the best sandwich I've eaten in my fucking life. I'm a little bit nervous. I'm in a weird context. I'm going to this cafeteria buying for like this must be like a wonder bread in american cheese type of it scenario. was it was it was slightly better than wonder Bread. i, I want to say it was actually like a mild sourdough or just some okay. other you know slightly slightly more complicated white bread but it was white bread and you're buying it in like a foil bag basically off of the little hot rack no i'm ordering it i'm or, i'm ordering it at the counter and this is like oh, my first time in, for you yeah and this is like okay. my first time in it's not like it. a grab and go type of no thing. no no, no. Okay. This is, it's, a, it's a cafeteria it's in one of the buildings on the campus and i go there and like this is my my first time in an adult cafeteria essentially too like i've been going to you know public school for years so i know cafeterias but like mm-hmm. this is like somewhere between a cafeteria and a diner it's very confusing um really it's a hospital cafeteria but like i've never experienced that either right. um why was it confusing it was just weird to me it was new okay like like it was the first time i was like having sort of an adult context version of going to a cafeteria, which I realize may sound absurd, but like, so like you sat down and waited for someone to come take your order and then no, came. no, you wanted up an ordered, but it was adults. Like it was like, you know, I'm saying you yourself made a horrible mistake. No, no, no. I, I didn't okay. fuck it up. I, I managed to do it well. As far as I know, I, I realized that there was a counter and a menu and I went and looked at the menu and I saw grilled cheese and ordered okay. grilled cheese with ham. Sure. And I got it. And, but I was feeling like this was like my first day mm-hmm. of this internship and I'm like 16 years old and uh, sheltered. Oh, I didn't even know you were like, okay, I was thinking way later. No, no, no. This is okay. like, this is like in high school, I'm doing sure. this internship. Sure. And so it's like, it's just a weird new context for me. And I order this grilled cheese and I'm kind of nervous. And like, I, I'm, I'm hungry, nervous, but also like butterflies nervous. Cause the whole thing is weird. And then I eat the sandwich and it's the best fucking sandwich of my life. Mm. And, and I retained enough of it to realize this is an unfamiliar situation. Oh, this must be, I think I figured out that it was American cheese. And from then on, like, is there American cheese on your grilled cheese was like the way I analyzed the grilled cheese offering on a menu at any mm. restaurant. And I think for a long time, I never ordered any grilled cheese that wasn't American cheese. Um, I have since broadened to the point where I can appreciate other kinds of grilled cheese too. But it's like, that was like this crystalline, like clearly this sticks out of my memory. Like 22 years later, I'm like this fucking sandwich at this hospital cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. That's the, so yes. In some, Josh ate a sandwich once. Yep, uh, one time. This is well, we beg on Twitter for ten minutes, and then I spend fifteen explaining at the time that I ate a sandwich. That fucking hospital grilled cheese sandwich that taught me that American cheese was the way to go. The next thing on my list is: I think dogs should give each other blowjobs. <laughs> what? What? But I do. Wouldn't that be nice? This was yours, right? Please, please tell me this was yours. Don't you think? I, I mean, I don't see why they shouldn't, but... Isn't it just like a nice thing a dog could do for another dog if they like each other? I'm so... I'm I'm impressed by how uncomfortable I am with this whole conversation. How... What? It's just like... I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's fine, like, but what? That's sure. like That's like... That's like talking about your parents fucking. Like, you know, I, I know my parents have sex you know presumably mm-hmm. still have sex they they like famously in my family were willing to acknowledge the fact that they were sexually active to the kids like it okay. wasn't a weird thing where they're like let's talk about sex they mm. were clearly kind of uncomfortable having the talk when that stuff came around right. but they were also trying to like model a general positivity about like basic human relations and so like they would acknowledge that yes they did in fact you know like you know have sex with each other and stuff 
you know, and that's fine. Good for my parents. I'm happy. I hope they right. just keep boning and, you know, on into their centennial. But right. I don't think it's fair also, for you to say that I'm the one making this weird now. When you're well, talking I'm just about saying, how excited you are for I'm your just saying, I still don't want to have a discussion about whether or not my parents should commit any particular specific sex act, let oh, alone dog. The specific sex act. Like I is the problem that you're getting hung up on. Well, no, it's not the act. It's the specificity of the discussion is is where I'm sort of balking. Cause like, here's the thing with my parents. I know they have sex. I can, if I want to, I could sit down and try and think out the parameters that, but I really don't want to think about the specifics. Like dogs are kind of like parents who don't understand human social interaction. So at that point when you're like, Hey, let's cosplay mentally as dogs fucking because I feel like that's where we're going with this. You can't say, you know what, I think dogs We're not dogs going anywhere that you don't take it. That's where you took it that high. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you what, let's rewind. Let's start from scratch. Please tell me more. Tell me more about this. Give me your, give me the mental context you were in and the, the picture you want to paint for the listeners in bringing up the idea of advocating for dogs blowing each other. Okay, so um, we'll give you, I'll get you, give you a clean take on that. I think dogs should give each other blowjobs. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> Elaborate. Oh, I just think it would be nice. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure it'd be perfectly nice for the dogs if they're any good at Wouldn't it. Wouldn't they like it? They would love probably, it. Probably, but I mean. They try to give each themselves blowjobs sometimes, but it's not the same. Oh, God, I'm so unhappy with this segment. I really, I really don't like this. It's just a nice thing. You know, I don't, I don't think that, uh, I think there's this weird, like in the way that like pornography handles that sex act. I think it's usually like really shitty and, and the power dynamics at play are really shitty and bum me out a lot. Sure. But as a, as a general thing that happens in sexual relations between people, I think it's a really nice thing. Okay. So like, and I think dogs are really nice and I I think one deserves to get a blowjob once in a while. If I'm following your logic, your thinking is basically uh, positive consensual sexual acts. I don't think people should give good. dogs blowjobs. Well, no, no, no. I understand. No, no. I'm saying. I'm saying. Like, 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 like. I think they should give each other blowjobs. Sure. No, no. I. Uh, god damn it. Oh my god, Jesse. What are we doing here? Oh, I mean, the thing is. Okay, the thing is, I don't. I don't disagree with the concept. Cool. Like, it's fine. Like, in the like, bag. Dog, dogs, <laughs> dogs already clearly fucked. That's where we get more dogs from. They that is true. They get some enjoyment out of it, even though it doesn't look particularly romantic when we see it happening. It looks rather perfunctory. I'm, and, I'm advocating for more. Well, no, no. But what I'm saying is, like, we, <laughs> know, we know that they do it. We gestures. know that they probably get some enjoyment out of it. Right. Which is why it even happens, because, like, the species would just end if no one right. ever actually liked it. I don't it. know. Cats hate it, and their species continues well, to build on somehow. I don't know if they hate it or not. They just like, they sound like they're unhappy. Yeah. Um, th- th- we should get a vet on sometime to talk about the, what we know and don't know about the relative uh, hedonic experiences of uh, yeah. domestic animals. Um, See, now you're the not. one who wants to talk Maybe about not. it more. Yeah. I, I want to get someone, I want, <laughs> I want this to be someone else's problem. I want someone else to be responsible for the whole fucking direction. My problem, I think the reason I'm reacting with, if not horror, at least a certain amount of like balking here is like, (laughs) basically what I feel like is like in human discourse, I don't feel like you can quite get away with saying, I think dogs could give each other blowjobs without essentially volunteering yourself as being willing to think about the details of that in a way that immediately becomes weird. I just think that dogs like each other. And they are eager to please and they just haven't figured the blowjob thing out yet. So, so you're, I mean, 
I'm not anthropomorphizing it or projecting to say that. The well, dog yeah, would but, like it. But I, I think you can't conceive of it without conceiving of it, essentially, <laughs> is my point. Like, you, like we, we, we are creatures of abstract conception. That's, that's, that's notionally, at least, right. what makes humans you know, unique, or at least as far as we can tell. Maybe dolphins do this shit all the time, and dolphins have podcasts where they're really uncomfortable <laughs> about the idea that, you know what humans should do? Um, but... <laughs> But we have the capacity for abstract. Rub their blowholes together, don't you? (laughs) So yes, no. I think I think the fact that we have this gift, this ability to conceptualize things that aren't actually happening, to create a picture in our minds and a framework for notional acts, is part of what makes human cognition so remarkable, Mm -hmm. and what has made it possible for us to become a dominant, if also destructive, force on this planet. But it's also why you can't propose dogs blowing each other without essentially proposing that the listener conceptualize dogs blowing each other. And I, as a person who didn't really particularly want to think about dogs enthusiastically trying to blow each other, resent this whole entire fucking segment. They both like it, though. Well, that's fine. That's fine. I'm sure my parents do, too. I'm not wishing too, ill upon it. But I don't want to think about it. What is... Oh, it's no. All right. So we agree that they should do it. Sure. Yeah. No, it's a good idea. It's fine. I'm <laughs> checking that one off. <laughs> Please do. Here's one that you wanted me to put on uh, bumming cigarettes. Bumming cigarettes? Well, I mean, yeah. we could talk about that. I don't really have anything to say about it. Well, you were insistent when you had me at it that yeah, there was probably, something to say I, about I probably it. had bummed a cigarette off some. Okay, Apparently, well. there's a side note. It says America Spirits. Oh, okay. No, okay. I can, I can throw this together. Like, I don't even remember the specific. Is there a reason it says this. America Spirits? Or did I you just probably get, just typed get it wrong. the wrong side yeah. of an autocorrect there? Or, or I was drunk and said it wrong and you... Like we're just deliberately writing it down to mock me, but probably just an autocorrect issue. Or I was deli- I was writing it down the way you said it because I thought it was intentional. Maybe. Anyway, what we're actually talking about is American spirits, but what we're really talking about is drumming service. And here we go. Here's yeah. the thing. I Hit me. for the purposes of any question from a medical provider or insurance provider, don't smoke. Which is actually an right. accurate description, but technically speaking, because I'm the sort of person who wants to answer things technically mm-hmm. when I know it's not gonna fuck things up for me with my insurance. Mm-hmm. Technically, I smoke. I have smoked cigarettes. I've smoked a number of cigarettes in my life. I've probably smoked a couple packs of cigarettes in my life, mm-hmm. um, mostly because I've been in bands and mostly in the context of band related stuff. Like at, at practice, you know, if someone in the band is a smoker, I might have a cigarette at, at practice. Uh, the current band I'm in, no one's a smoker. That's great because mm. I, I still prefer not to be smoking cigarettes, generally speaking. But I've been in bands where there's a smoker, and so I might have a cigarette at practice. Um, at gigs, I might well have a cigarette. Uh, standing around outside at a gig uh, between acts or afterwards or beforehand, I might have a cigarette. But yeah. Or at a bar. I mean, like, I hadn't smoked in years, and you and I bummed a cigarette uh, at, at some drunken night where I was having a weird night. And uh, But then I also was having the worst, like, the 
kind of hiccups you only get two or three times in your whole <laughs> life where it was just like crippling like yeah. debilitating hiccups that, that just, would not go yeah, away just get some nicotine in your system and see if it'll like give you a well you bumped one and i was like hey, let me catch a drag off that just to see because i've tried several other things and i took a big drag off a cigarette for the first time in many many years and it just worked like a charm yeah, yeah. sorry listener it really fucking worked <laughs> and in i was summary, like cigarettes are real good for you they and all your health for problems. your body um, and lungs, especially. Yeah, yeah. Your T zone. <laughs> um, and then, like, I'm sure for the next three drunken hours, I just was just grousing about how fucking successful that experiment was because <laughs> it was such an unbelievable fucking relief to have them just suddenly clear up. Yep. Um, because they were like real bad. Oh, yeah. yeah bad case of hiccups. Fuck you up. It's like, it it's, fucked me it's, up. Yeah. It fucked me right up. It was, and it had been going on for over an hour. Yeah. No. Yeah. They're, they're really awful. Yeah. So anyways, now I'm a two pack a day smoker. So thanks. <laughs> so here's, a, I've mostly been teeing up ones that I think you have more to say about than me because it feels weird for me to no, give you myself should, a prompt and then go off on the prompt while you just sit there. No, no I, I, I definitely want you to talk some too. The old, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, the oldest thing on my notes is cars, car. <laughs> <laughs> But I'll tell you, <laughs> I know what that means. <laughs> uh, there was a popular Pixar movie called Cars. Right. And in that movie, there are several characters who are themselves cars. Yes. One of which the star. I think all of the characters in that film. I think they're yeah. all cars. There's one that's like a forklift. Well, that's that's basically a car. Yeah. A specialty car. In the, when they're in the race at the end, is the audience is all cars, right? I, I, I have no memory of the audience. Okay. Um, let's assume so, yes. Which, how did they get on those bleachers, I guess, is the question. Yeah. Assuming there's bleachers. Yeah, I guess there must be like, it must be like a parking structure where there's like a ramp up. And, I guess, yeah. 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 This is, these are sort of details Pixar probably actually did think about, but I have no memory. But I wasn't paying enough attention. Yeah. Because those delightful main characters. Yeah, you're like so, Lightning you're, McQueen. You're, fo- this, you're focused on Lightning. Yeah. Lightning McQueen is a car. Um, I was... Uh, w- I Named for lived- the famous Irish cover band version of the band Queen. He's four guys. Okay. And they sing, we are the champions, but with an Irish lilt. Please continue. Please just barrel on past that. Okay. See, cause he's obviously, it's obviously like more of a reference to Steve McQueen, but I was like going in a different direction with it. Tell me more. <laughs> I Tell just me liked more. when you insisted yeah. that I barrel on yeah, past no, it, that I yeah. just let you, let you live with you, the consequences yeah. of your decision. There no, for I a really second. appreciate that. That's super great. Yeah, very sure. Nice of you. Well, you'll, you'll love one of the ones I wrote down here. <laughs> oh um, boy. <laughs> I had just moved to Portland and it was like 10 or 11 years ago. And uh, I was coming home drunk from the bar that was just like a block from my apartment with a couple friends. And, and we walked past uh, lightning McQueen parked on the side of the road. It was the car from the movie cars just like a hologram just like a three no, it was a, floating there it was an actual drivable car oh okay and it, the whole the, the whole thing had been like painted and covered in decals and and stylized and even the windshield had like a semi-transparent like pair of car wow. eyes wow okay. i mean it was obviously like some type of promotional thing yeah. for the movie cars i was thinking maybe it was like one of those sunscreens that they'd put up that you can just like fold no, up no it was actually, actually a decal like in there like you know those sunglasses that don't actually have any glass and they just have teeny little like yeah, holes yeah, yeah, yeah. across so like, all of them yeah, sort of like, it was like that except yeah. a decal that covered the entire windshield like a bus decal yeah like inside the bus you can still see out but outside it looks like a 
like public advertising on public buses. Oh, that actually goes up and yeah. covers the, yeah, I yeah. think that's probably the same thing. So, um, Man, so fuck we that. Like, look, you, you look at me like I'm insane. No, like, I, I was looking, I was looking up at the ceiling while I tried to think uh, about what you were. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you were judging a little bit. I Please was continue. trying to think, is there a Please decal continue. of a bus? I'm just giving you a hard time. Um, I'm just busting your balls. As we famously always say on the show, <laughs> I'm just mm, like, like in the Simpsons back in, literal colonial Williamsburg. I'm going to start the story over. Yeah, you should <laughs> get a running start. Okay. Three, um, two, one. Uh, yeah. So we, red, we, red, walked, red, we walked past, past literal actual in the, in the flesh lightning McQueens sitting parked outside of our apartment complex. And we were like, what the fuck is this? And so we walked up to the window and we looked in and there was a big, intense looking dude slumped <laughs> over the steering wheel past the fuck <laughs> out. <laughs> And uh, and we were like, "Is he dead?" <laughs> <laughs> what happened here? And so we're like, "We should probably find out if he's dead. He's inside the car from that movie." Uh, so I knocked on the window, and uh, he didn't move. And I was like, "Oh, he is dead." <laughs> <laughs> How am I going to explain this one? <laughs> so I knocked a little louder and. All of a sudden, the guy's like, oh, what the fuck? What, what? And he's like, looks over at me. And I'm looking at him. And I'm like, yo, just checking if you're okay. Also, just you know you're in the car from the movie Cars right now. And he's like, oh, God. Oh, God. And, and, and I'm like, yo, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You're fine. And, uh, he's like, oh. And he like looks around. And he kind of like looks at me and looks forward and looks at me and looks forward. And then just like kind of like leans down, starts the car and just drops off. <laughs> <laughs> I have never uh, been able to come up with a reasonable explanation for that series of events, but I guarantee it happened. I'll tell you what happened. Okay, sure. Sock it to me. He was, in fact, driving around in a promotion. This is such a boring explanation. I think this is actually what happened, which is like a missed opportunity because I could really spin a dumb story here. Okay. But I think, well, maybe I won't believe your version I think I think he was, in fact, driving around in promotional cars, mm-hmm. you know, cars, car, car. That like, belonged to him. How did he no, end no, up? No, in no, no, no. I, I, I think it was like a a, a, a corporate the movie hadn't like just come out or anything. It was well, like old it's fucking a whole, news. It's a whole freaking franchise. They kept it going. Lightnings and like Cars one, two, and it three. Wasn't like he probably shows up in planes. a year that a Cars movie. Yeah, but came this, out. this this was like this was several years ago, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I I mean, I I'm gonna stick. Here's my theory. Okay. I'm not saying. It I mean, I would have jumped more immediately to like this is part of a promotional thing if there was a Cars movie coming out before or after that with any any reason. I would span guess of there time. have been like direct to video like shovelware Cars movies every year on the year because kids will watch really shit mm. stuff mm. like you know back when it wasn't even so cheap to mass produce shitty CGI films with mm-hmm. existing assets. They were still, still like Disney sequels still, yeah, that were a little cut. Yeah, there sure. were like, there were like nine fucking land before time movies. And like only the first one was good. Like the rest, they just you bite kept, your tongue. I'm just saying. So I, I'm not saying it was like a good or pr- productive promotion, but I'm going to say he was driving a promotional cars car. Like you sort of speculated and he had to be somewhere at some point and he had some time to kill, and so he just took a nap, possibly drunken, because you're driving the car. It was car. two in the fucking morning. Yeah. We were leaving the bar because the bar closed. So I think he parked somewhere with the intention of going to the next thing, which was 
maybe a maybe a motel room or something from the sound of things or whatever. He was doing a promotional appearance at a motel yeah. room, we think? Well, no, no. I, I'm saying he's probably en route to the next promotional thing and had some time oh, to Oh, like chill. in the next town over or whatever? Yeah, okay. something like that. So probably he wasn't late for anything that night. Probably he was like going to like stop and then get... So maybe he had a few drinks, went back out of the car's car, was like, whoa, maybe a little bit too much there. I wouldn't want mm. lightning to think wrong of me. So I'm just going to chill here for a little bit. Just wouldn't take a few deep breaths. Wrong of me. Yeah, I okay. wouldn't want Irish uh, <laughs> cover supergroup McQueen to think wrong of me. Uh-huh. So I'm just going to sit here and like you weren't riffing on lightning at all. It was just the Mick no, and I was, the I was going back to my okay. earlier thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean earlier. Yeah, I was throwing. You were just away, throwing yeah, the lightning yeah, part just, out. Yeah, just just like Queen, but it's Mick Queen because it's like Queen. an Irish cover band. Okay. Uh, I don't want to do this too many times because it's feeling more racist every time. Um, yes. the point is he just like had maybe too much to drink or he was just tired. I don't know. I'm agnostic on whether or not he was actually drunk. The theory is the guy was driving the car's car and then got tired and went to sleep. Yeah, tired it. or possibly too drunk at the bar. Either right. way, he was killing time okay. near that bar, went, fell asleep on the car. You woke up and was like, oh, that fuck. That theory explains nothing beyond what I had already told it's, you in the but story. But that's what I'm though. saying. I don't okay. think there's anything else there. Okay. I don't think, I don't think there's a secret. I think he just was a guy who fell well, asleep. Possibly because he was drunk and killing time. I think woke up, realized, oh fuck, it's two in the morning. I should go to my motel right. and left. I think that's all that happened. I think Steve McQueen is real and ate a guy. Steve McQueen? Yeah. The guy who died of mesothelioma? Yeah. He ate a guy and then yeah. he was punished for his cannibalism by being reincarnated as a car that yeah. had a guy inside. I think Lightning McQueen is real. Oh, okay. And that makes ate more a guy. sense. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair all right. Enough. Can I ask you a question about the Cars universe? Ate that guy. And you can't Google this? That guy because in particular. Because cheating for me to do so, so you can't do it. So, so the Cars universe, the yeah. Cars, generally yeah. speaking, except for that one that freaks out Mater one time in possibly Cars 2, I only saw this scene on YouTube, I think. But I've only seen Cars 1 at all, so okay. any question about the universe will have to be... Somewhere, I want to say in Cars 2, because I don't think this was in the original one, which I actually saw all the way through, and I never saw any of the others, okay. but I want to say in Cars 2, maybe Mater, the uh, the Hick truck, right? Um, played by, what, Larry the Cable Guy or yeah. some shit? He's called um, Mater because he's a tow truck, and it's a pun on tow It's like tow Mater, yeah, yeah. right. Um, so I, I, I think he, he goes to, Josh Millard. yes, yes. He was named by me in my sleep and that's where most names for things come from. They just have a mic in my bedroom. Yeah. Um, it's worse than, it's worse than my Twitter feed. Just, right. Yeah. It's, it's a nightmare right. factory. Anyway, he's like looking for something like maybe he's trying to find some spare parts or maybe he's just lost or something, but oh. he, he meets a French girl as the best I can describe the scene in like a farmer's market or a flea market or something. And she's like, Oh, can I help you with something? And he freaks out and he runs away because she's got like eyeballs for headlights and the cars universe canonically has eyeballs on the windshields. And so it's like Pixar playing with that whole, like, well, how should the eyes work thing on your anthropomorphic cars? And it's, it's actually legitimately kind of fucked up and terrifying, but also I still feel like the headlights should be eyeballs. Um, but anyway, this is just me getting back around to emphasizing how much it's a central thing in the Cars universe that the windshield is the eyeballs. Mm-hmm. What are the rest of the windows like? Can you see inside the cars? And cars are the side and back windows transparent, or is it oh, all Oh, that's opaque? the question you were coming yeah. to. Okay, but you can't look. You just have to tell me what you think it is. Well, there's definitely windows. It's not like just like door material all the way up to the well, top. Yeah, yeah, the windows are so there. So there definitely is but, a window where they a window opaque, would be. Or are they transparent? Can you see inside? Of I feel like they're the either. You definitely cannot see so inside. So it's got to be opaque. I don't think. Can you? Maybe you can. That would be fucked up. Like there's you can convertibles. Just, 
Oh, what the fuck would you do with that then? There's, I think that the eyes are just like glazed onto the See, window. But that's windshield. so problematic. What is going on? It's it's like not a, like ethically or aesthetically problematic. It's just it's, like it's fucked up. It's like a it, right a convertible just kind of like, like limps around. It's like lobotomized yeah. and just drools. Yeah, it's like it's, it's, there's it's, no that's where that's the brain like, that's like has fucking to be. Plato's right? parable of the cave. Like all of a sudden, it's just like shadows on the wall of the cave mm-hmm. from the the fire. It's not mm-hmm. real. It's just like the thing we see because we can't see ourselves. I guess. Yeah. How specific was the arrangement in the parable of the cave about like how they were positioned versus the fire? And do they look at the fire or could they just I think that sense the, the windows fire? are usually just tinted or maybe you can see I inside think, the yeah, car. I've, God, jeez, I really want to know and I really don't want to know. This is like a real juxtaposition of like curiosity. They're either and, tinted or you can just see inside the car and the eyes are just like two dimensionally so superimposed on the, on the that's, windshield. That's so weird. Yeah. It doesn't seem okay. I think that in the, in the cave, I think that you're, you're tied to the wall or something. Yeah. Like, Plato like has you a and real the people next to you are like, like going on there. yeah, there, you're definitely in a Plato's fetish situation. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that both the entrance to the cave and the fire are behind you in such a way that you can't see them. Right. Which makes the entrance of the cave thing feel like such a weird construction. Cause like at that point, like there's an entrance that you don't know is there, but you do know is there right. just for the purpose of the rest of my parable. Maybe right. it sounded better in the original Greek, Latin, Greek. I think that you were, I think you're like chained to a wall with other people. Though, yeah. Something like that. For reasons unclear to me, but you know, the idea being that anything you see is, is actually like a step removed from right. what's actually happening. Right. Right. Which right, right I think right. it's actually a really useful mental construct. Yeah, yeah. And one that probably was a, a more immediate metaphor in the old days when you would regularly be chained to the wall on the side of a yeah, cave. Yeah, you'd go over to Plato's house, he'd chain you up. That'd, that'd be the weekend. It's like Super Bowl weekend. Chain hey, let's all go get chained to Plato's. And then you would watch the silhouette of the Super yeah. Bowl play yeah. out on the wall in front of you. Yeah. Which at the time was just like... But nowadays we have Nintendo and stuff. dialogues. So. Yeah. Like, was what, the Super what? Bowl. Like, it'd be, it'd be Plato versus, like, his... Uh, or no, that's Socrates I'm thinking of. Socratic dialogues. Okay. Um, anyway, next... Is there a next? I don't know. I don't know. We've been going for a while, so... Yeah. Uh, you tell me. Uh-oh, dryer situation. <laughs> what? Was this yours? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> good, because I don't remember. And uh-oh, my, my dryer's been fine. We bought new dryers when we moved to the house, and they've worked like champs. I moved into this house, and oh, there was a fucked dryer yes. situation in this house I bought here. in. Um you know, as <laughs> brought to a head by like me pulling out the the lint trap thing, and it was like an inch thick rug in there that had, for my guess, would be five to ten years, had not been changed. Like I think that the previous occupant of this house that I bought did not know that you were supposed to change. So it's like you know, in in that sense, it's kind of a miracle that the house didn't burn down because that's extremely a bad idea. I kind of wonder about that though. Uh, just as a brief diversion, sure. because I'm not saying it's not a bad idea to let your lint screen get clogged. You should clean your lint screen because mm. it can lead to airflow problems and even mm. potentially a fire. On the other hand, I feel like it's one of those things where it's kind of like you shouldn't do it because there's an increase in the chance that something can go wrong. But probably mm. what's going to happen is your dryer's just not going to work very well. I feel like it's one of those things where like people imagine like you have two scenarios. One is you clean your lint screen every every load or every two loads. And the other one is your house burns down. Dryer lint is the most fucking flammable thing oh, sure. in the world, for sure. It's like you can use it in place of fire starter. Yeah. It's really, really flammable. 
And I think it's more a matter of it, at a certain point of accumulation, you just have the most flammable thing around a bunch of wiring and shit on the inside sure. of the dryer. I don't think it actually starts a fire because the dryer gets so hot that it would spontaneously yeah, light no, no. the no, thing no, on you, fire. You, you, you but you probably have like clumps of the most flammable stuff in the world, like kind of floating around yeah, on the inside you, you, of this You've got point. super tinder and you've got the potential for a malfunctioning dryer throwing yeah, sparks like, in a bad way. I don't think and a I'm dryer has a spark happen. plug or anything, but I think yeah. there can be like sketchy no, it, wiring. It could and happen. Blah, 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 it so. could happen. Again, clean your fucking dryer. Clean your dryers. But... But let's not like yeah. So more recently, I uh, I I <laughs> had, uh, started smoking cigarettes because my friend Josh Millard got me started smoking cigarettes, and um, I was thank uh, you, Philip Morris, for the check. Yeah, I was pulling my laundry out of the dryer, and there were a bunch of like you know inch long like tampons, basically like little white fluffy cylinders uh, coming out with my laundry, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Okay. And it and I was like I was looking at him like so this oh, is a new story. This is a new story. So fucking a. Uh, so I'm like, what Listener, the fuck I am is riveted. All these things coming out that are like, uh, and I was like, oh, these are fucking cigarette filters. And I had just oh, run oh shit a load of laundry through with a unfinished pack of cigarettes in the pocket of the jeans. And I so was this like, this is actually cigarettes you had because of your friend, Josh Malone. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. you, yeah. You started me down a dark path and I'll, I'll be cursing your name from my deathbed. Um, are you actually, are you actually fucking smoking? I don't know. Like uh, a few a week, probably. That's too many. Yeah, probably don't do that. I agree. No, that's a bad idea. Stop I'm it. telling you it's a, it's, this is, this is this story bolsters your point. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And I'm like, these are like gross. And then like, I'm smelling all the laundry and I'm like, it should smell like disgusting cigarette soup or whatever, but it actually doesn't smell bad. I don't know. I'm mean, we'll run it through again. Anyway, I, really, just to be I, sure. I really want to emphasize to you, the listener to imagine me with like a constant stern admonishment look on my face right now, this right. entire segment. Right. So, but it's surprisingly, it's the, the laundry has survived this like stupid idiotic predicament. I've put the dryer in. Oh, sure. And the clothes don't smell too bad. And, you know, I'm picking these little like bullets of cigarette filter out of my laundry here and there. And it's, there's just kind of a lot of them. And I'm like, well, that didn't go too bad at all. And uh, I'm like folding my laundry and I'm like, I guess all the tobacco must have just been like washed down the drain or whatever. And uh, and then I go back and I pull the lint trap out. <laughs> and it was a dark, dark vision. <laughs> It was fucking bad. <laughs> all of the t just gr gross tobacco soup from the all of the it had all luckily been pulled away from the clothes and the clothes ended up fine. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah, every fleck of tobacco from every one of those melted well, then cigarettes. You just get some rolling papers and you can you got the fattest tobacco like blunt. Of you back, can, yeah, yeah, there you yeah. go. Those fat tobacco blunts. Those fat tobacco blunts that I'm always famously oh, smoking. Oh, man. Yeah, it was gross. Wow, yeah. It was gross. I like, I, I wash my jeans sometimes with like a receipt in the back pocket. Uh-huh. And, you know, you get a little bit of, and that's, but man, a pack of fucking cigarettes. A pack of cigarettes. I never would have imagined what would have oh, happened, but there you go. Yeah. I, I would have thought that the whole thing would stink, and it didn't, but uh, yeah, your dryer and yeah. trap uh, has a bad day. Yeah.